Hello, this is your host, MegaXVI, and this is a follow-up episode to my initial, uh, we should talk about mental health more. In my past episode, I kind of talked about what I'm going through currently and what that feels like, but I didn't really elaborate too much. I also talked about my support system, which is very crucial to me, and I thought I would elaborate on them uh, a bit more in a follow-up episode because Right now is not the most difficult time in my life. It's up there, but not quite taking the cake. Uh, I experienced similar issues, but uh, there were a couple different situations that just amplified what I was already feeling. So, uh, So this section, I will be talking about motivation, and uh, there were a few parts in my life where I was lacking the same amount of motivation. Uh, The first one I kind of want to talk about was in grade 11 of high school. It was a very weird transition point for me because uh, I kind of felt that everything was building up to university and I was preparing for it. So I was just stressing myself out a lot more than I needed to. And at the time I was teaching martial arts, working, uh, and I didn't really have much of a social life outside of work and teaching. So I kind of didn't really have anywhere to dump it on except my few close friends at the time. Uh, my best friend, Jaden, I talked to very sparsely. Uh, but there are, have been a few content constants, uh, Selena, uh, my friend, Melissa and Raquel, uh, obviously I mentioned them in the past episode because they have been there a long time. I've been friends with Raquel for six years, Selena for Jaden 14 as of right now. It just was a very brutal time because I just kept burning myself out similar to where I am now, but the pressures were a lot different and I would burn myself out so much that school would actually take a dip surprisingly. Well, not surprisingly, if you make the correlation between how much I do outside of school versus what I did to school, it would kind of even out. But that was the time I had my first girlfriend. Uh, She cheated on me with four other guys. Uh, What are you going to do about it? I laugh about it to this day with my friends. Uh, and it was just a big problem and I just had a lot on my plate and then I just kind of dropped the plate and it shattered. Uh, Oh, the summer of grade 12, I just got thinking to myself, now I'm, In the thick of it, I was working myself to the bone. I was very nervous about the upcoming year because my future depended on it of getting into university. That's not really the big problem that arrived. It was more once I got into like the summer of university first year is when life really hit me. It's like I'm an adult and I'm on my own now. Uh, it's kind of being spoon fed is over. Although 
living in my parents' house, I still had some element of uh, holding it down. But really, this is where my life started. And I didn't know that I was going to end up meeting my wife. And also experiencing one of the darkest times in my life. Uh, My mother, um, in October of 2018, told me that, told all of us in a very weird way that she had cancer. My dad obviously knew because um, he was very fine with it. So I'm assuming he had a lot of time to cope with it. But the moment I heard those words, I just, I shut down. Like, I literally seized in my own body. It was excruciating because I just had this whole flood of emotions where I just realized that my mother may not be with me for the rest of my life to see all the important things that can happen, uh, whether it be me getting married or uh, getting my first real job. Obviously, these aren't in order. Uh, Having a kid. There are a lot of things I wanted my mother to see before her time was up. So there were a few, and this came like at the worst time. It was right before my first set of exams. I couldn't focus. I was closed within myself. I kind of shut myself down. Um, The only thing that kind of pulled me out was my now wife telling me that I should probably go see a therapist, which. UFT offered. We have five free sessions a year. And it was a very weird interaction because I knew what my problems were and I knew how to solve them. My therapist remarked that, did you even need to come here? And she asked me if I was a Psych 100 student as a joke. And I'm like, yeah, how'd you know? She's like, well, you diagnosed yourself pretty well there, chief. And I'm like, all right, thanks. I guess I don't no she's like oh do you know how to meditate and i'm like yes actually very well and she's like oh well then you already know how to solve your problem i'm like wow but i mean looking at yourself introspectively is hard i mean i did it easily but me finding the problem didn't really fix it i did nothing about it it's very hard to do something when you're just in the state of You have no motivation to fix it. You have no energy to do it. And you are just so out of, you're so disassociated with yourself that you don't feel real. You just feel like a passerby. It's painful. And you feel useless and you feel empty. And these are not feelings someone should feel, but we feel them. I think everyone feels to some degree someone else's pain without knowing it. Because we do end up experiencing things. Uh, Most of my friends are, we dislike university. We have the same problems, motivation, uh, fed up with profs. It's a waste of time. Why am I doing this to myself? The outcome is not worth the reward. Well, at the time, I would assume. We kind of have a shared experience in the sense of there are only limited amounts of emotions and thoughts that can never exist. So if I'm feeling this way, the likelihood someone else is feeling this way is also quite possible. And that's bittersweet 
to know people are suffering, but at least you're not alone. Uh, but no one really shares it. Everyone kind of continues with their life and lets it go on and it eats away at them slowly. And by the time we get to where we get, you don't feel at your best. I should say your best self because something's been chipping away at you. The monotony of life, the mundaneness of school and assignments and whatever or work runs you down. But you get up every day and you go. The big problem I feel is motivation and just actually feeling like it's it's worth it. It's not a waste of time. And if you see no point to anything, then what's the point of doing it, right? That's the state of mind most of us are in, especially when we're in a slog like that. It's like, what's the point if I do this assignment? <laughs> I already have another 10 of them due. So what if I don't do this one? Then it's end up being worth 10, 15, 20, half your grade. And you're just like, well, God damn it. I'm screwed. But now I can't pull myself out. So I'm just going to be thrusted further into what I'm feeling. And that's kind of it. Just realizing that the more your thoughts are inside yourself, the more you have a chance of not doing anything or dealing with it. And that doesn't mean sharing will 100% fix the problem instantaneously, but it's a process. With that in line the process i know people feel uncomfortable talking about it because oh my god do i sound annoying maybe it's just a me problem i people don't want to hear this i mean if people really care they want to know what's going on with you if there's a problem because seeing someone you love suffer is honestly terrible whether it's physical or a mental or emotional pain like uh, when my friend Jerry broke up with his uh, ex-girlfriend ways back, he felt so depressed and it was unbearable just to see him not be himself. So I did what any good friend would do. I talked to him and I asked him, what's up? And I said, spare no detail. It's not like I have anywhere to be. <laughs> and he he opened up and he didn't feel better at the time. Uh, as did I when I opened up in my first episode. But saying something out loud to someone else and they genuinely having interest, it feels good. And some people offer solutions and you don't want to hear them because it's not what you want or it, it's not going to help. But they're just trying to be helpful and that's the only way they know how. Or you can take my friends, for example. They, they like... They understand that I'm going through it and they try and support me whatever way they can. They ask, what can I do? Or they talk to me or they, you know, check in on me. Uh, my wife was really good with this, especially uh, when it came to my mother's cancer. Uh, I, I just, there were sometimes I just couldn't be alone in a room with myself. And on Fridays, I didn't really have class. So I would be at home by myself. My mother would be at her treatments. 
my brother would be at school, my dad would be at work. So I would be sitting there alone with my thoughts, probably crying to myself or just sitting there in absolute and total silence, not moving for hours. And she would come over and spend time with me. We would cook together. We'd watch TV. We would just hang out together and having her company made me feel better. Sometimes even just sitting there with someone who wants to do something matters. So don't hesitate to talk to someone if you are experiencing something that is causing you pain in your soul. Because no one should have to carry that. We all do. But finding a way to cope because your support system isn't always available. Like my friends are busy. Uh, my wife, um, my wife has her own things to do in addition to all the stuff I have to do. And when we have time, we can talk about it, but I still don't exactly like sharing the burden like most people. So the main thing is just finding ways to cope. Like my, my few ways of coping outside of my support system, which I really anchor onto like those five people, wife, my best friend, Roland, Raquel, uh, Selena, and Melissa, they're like my rock. Or I guess a star would be a more accurate analysis if you're imagining a five-sided star. They each have their purpose and strengths for when I need support. When they aren't available, because everyone has lives, uh, I usually turn to music. And depending on what kind of sad I'm feeling, I'll either throw on very uh, emotional in the sense of like depressing, sad music. I know it's not exactly helpful, but it makes me feel better. Or I'll just throw on something absolutely hype and then just hype myself up and then ride that motivation until I crash because sometimes you just got to push through, but sometimes you've just got to fall into the waves and just sink a little bit. But either way, as long as you're still breathing, that's the important part. One of the harder things that I didn't really focus much on retrospectively, I now see that one of the biggest struggles and skills someone actually has is that they get up, put on a happy face and go about their day as if nothing's wrong to pretend the world is right and no one knows anything and People are really good at disguising that feeling of absolute pain and suffering that they're enduring. Silent suffering. But why? Because you seem self-centered for putting your problems on someone else. There were days where I would just grab myself to sleep and there's nothing anything could do to fix me. But next morning, I would put on a happy face. My brother who shared a room with me didn't even know anything was wrong with me, much less anyone else who cared to look at me. 
So I was always that guy who was smiling, doing whatever, not a care in the world. God, was I a good actor. But it's something that we do daily, and I don't think we get enough credit for putting on a happy face. What's worse, actually seeing that someone else is happy, is it real? Do I know what this person is going through? That's something I always take into account when I have a conversation with someone before I hastily jump to conclusions because I don't know what they're going through. I don't know what they're going through. So it gives me the right to take anything to say at face value, not as a lie, but as if it's their true feelings on the subject. Or if they're actually, when someone says, yeah, I'm okay. No. You're doing a good job of hiding it, but I commend you for that. Well, at least uh, talent respects talent in that regard, I suppose. Well, that has been the conclusion to my update on mental health. I thought if you ever feel like you need someone to talk to, I've linked some socials in the description of this that you can talk to me even though you're a complete stranger. That even might make it easier. Or if you're someone I know, I won't frown upon you. I have my own demons to fight. So with that notion, I hope you enjoyed listening and found something that makes you feel better about yourself or at least makes you feel like you're not alone if that's the situation. And I will see you next time. Peace.